You're listening to sermons from Christ the Savior Orthodox Church. We're a small but growing mission of the Orthodox Church in America, currently meeting in Brewer, Maine. We'd love to have you join us for service. But until then, here's Father Scott with this week's sermon. Amen, with one stand upright, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be unto you all. And to your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to the Evangelist St. Matthew. Glory to thee, O Lord. Glory to thee. At that time, Jesus entered into a ship and passed over and came to his own city. And behold, they brought unto him a man sick of the palsy, lying on a bed. And Jesus, seeing their faith, said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, be of good cheer, thy sins be forgiven thee. And behold, certain of the scribes said within themselves, This man blasphemeth. And Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Wherefore think ye evil in your hearts? For whether it is easier to say, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise and walk, but that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins. Then saith he to the sick of the palsy, Arise, take up thy bed, and go into thy house. And he arose and departed into his house. But when the multitude saw it, they marveled and glorified God, who had given such power unto men. Glory to thee, single person. I don't care how big you think you are in the world's eyes or how little, or how big you might think you are in God's eyes or how little, God's got a job for you to do. There's something for you to do. You were made by the Lord in His image and likeness with certain talents and gifts that the Apostle mentions today, and He also gives us a list of things which in general every single Christian needs to be doing. And so it is that we look today at what we should be doing with our life. We squander our life so often. We waste the days, the precious days, instead of redeeming the time. Tick-tock goes the clock. Tempest fuji, time flies. Before you know it, you're old like me. Or even older, like Chris. Or even older than that, like my dad, almost 100 years old. Time goes by. Life goes by. How do we spend it? We need to be redeeming the time. There's two sections that the Apostle Paul gives us today in his epistle of Romans chapter 12. The first one leads us to understand that each one of us has specific individual gifts. They're spiritual gifts. They're gifts that God's given to you. The person next to you probably doesn't have. They're different gifts. Every single person's been awarded these by the Holy Spirit. In Corinthians it says that severally they've been divided, which means that sometimes you might have more than one gift. You might have two, you might have three, I don't know. But these spiritual gifts are given to you to use. They're given to you to use, and if you don't exercise these gifts, the body of Christ, the church, suffers loss. 
and so do you. For God designed you to find your fulfillment in Him and doing what He designed you to do. And so when you don't do that, you find it very difficult to get to what you really want, which is fulfillment and joy and happiness and peace and true, vibrant life. The church suffers, you suffer. For not all have these gifts. The Lord set the church together as a body. In Corinthians, he makes it clear that that body has hands, it has feet, it has eyes, it has ears, it has mouths, it's got brains, it's got brawn. It's got all these things when properly put together. And when we submit to use our gifts for God, we fulfill a niche that nobody else can fill exactly like we can. And so we need to look at ourselves and ask ourselves, what are the gifts that God's given to us? What gifts do we have? Are we using those gifts? Do we even know that we have such a thing? Today we get awareness that we have spiritual gifts. And these gifts, as the scripture says in another place, are done without repentance, which that means that outside of repentance, before you repent and come to Christ, before you submit yourself to holy baptism or chrismation like these did today, before that time, God's placed in you the potential to do these things. These gifts reside in you from your birth, from your conception, and before that in the mind of God. These are holy gifts. It's your personal responsibility to use them. You've been entrusted with gifts from God. Precious gifts. It's like God put a treasure in each one of you. And He's put it there for His glory and for your benefit. And for that of the church and those all around in this world. People need you. The church needs you. God wants you to serve Him. He's given you gifts to do so. But secondly, God also as a category of things that every single believer needs to be doing. Things that we need to be involved in. It's not just spiritual gifts. These gifts are according to the grace that God's given us. Individually, special things, if you will. Ministry names a bunch of these gifts. Ministry, teaching, exhorting, simplicity. We should do these things with simplicity, not with pomp and ceremony. Just do what God's designed. But everybody's got certain responsibilities beyond spiritual gifts. And he gives a list of these things. These are the things that are common to every believer. Our responsibility is great in these areas also. We shouldn't forget that while we don't do our spiritual gifts, we suffer loss, but we also suffer loss, and so does the body of Christ, and so does this world, this hungry world, when we don't do the things that God's designed for all of us to do. And he lists some things here. I'm just going to highlight a few because our time is short today. But he says, let love be without dissimulation. Dissimulation means faith. Love needs to be real. Love so often, we, we, we put forth a face of love, but in our hearts, there's emptiness. He wants love to be real. When we reach out, God wants it to be real, not with dissimulation. He says, don't be slothful in business. Now, you might think, well, I'm not in business. Well, I was in business for 40 years. And sometimes I guess I was a little slothful. But business is whatever God's put before you. You may be a worker in some little shop somewhere. You may be a big president of a corporation. You might own your own business. You might be working somewhere in a job that you don't think is that important. But God wants to go beyond that. He wants to go into all the business of your life. But everything you do, not slothful. Energetic. You know, the Christian ethic used to exist. It used to be a word that people talked about, right? The Christian ethic was hard work. It was one of the things that people had. And that comes right from the Bible. Don't be slothful in business. Get up and do your work. Don't lay around all day. God has something for you to do. I don't care if you're retired. 
I'm retired. Chris is retired. There's a few others in here that are retired. We still have things to do. There's still work for us left to do. But we need not to be slothful in business. We need to be patient in tribulation. You know, we talk a lot about suffering in the Orthodox Church. How it's necessary to suffer. It's good to suffer. We shouldn't necessarily seek it out. But when it comes, we should embrace it. And he says we should be patient in it. In other words, endure through times that are hard. And see in them somehow God's hand to mold you and to cleanse you and to perhaps to draw you closer to himself. Then he says, distributing the necessities to the saints. And he says, give, we must be given to hospitality. These two things go together, kind of. But I think distributing is the idea of meeting the needs of the saints. Inside this church, people have needs. They're not just financial. They may be emotional. They may be for, for a meal. They may be for any sorts of number of things. But God says we need to be on the lookout to distribute necessities to the saints and also that we need to be given to hospitality. You know, one of the qualifications for a priest or a deacon given in the book of Timothy is that they be given to hospitality. I wonder why that's such a lost gift and a virtue to it used to be if you walked into a church, somebody would invite you to dinner or to stay overnight or whatever you might need. What happens today? Do we say hello to them? That's the, that's the rudimentary beginning maybe of hospitality. But hospitality is giving your house to other people, and especially to the saints. When someone walks into this church, they should be greeted by people. They should be invited to a meal. They should be told that, Whatever they need, we're there for them. If they're moving into the neighborhood, they might need help moving, whatever. But we need to be given to hospitality. I think in this day and age, this world, this internet world, is getting more and more virtual. There's no such thing as virtual hospitality. It just isn't. We need to be reaching out and touching each other in love, without dissimulation, in real love, and bringing them into our house and meeting their needs. Hospitality. Well, we need to be examining ourselves, each one of us. We need to ask ourselves, what, what is my spiritual gift? If you don't know, come and see me. <laughs> Maybe I can help you. Inside the church is where we find our gifts, by the way. But we need to be examining ourselves so that we can discern what God has for us to specially do in this body of Christ here. What's our position? What need do we fill? What place in the body? Are we the hand? Are we the teeth? Are we the toenail? I don't know. Let's find out. Let's examine ourselves. Once we find these special gifts, we need to nurture them. That means we need to exercise them, and we need to pray to God to give us opportunities to use those gifts whatever they want to be. Don't forget, the body is lacking. It could be crippled because you're not there through the leg, and we're not able to move. You're sitting there at home, not using the leg the way God wants you to. And lastly, we need to also attach ourselves to the lifelong pursuit of the virtues the responsibilities that every Christian has. Every one of us needs to be exercising, like hospitality, like loving without the simulation, like being patient in tribulation. You see, my brothers and sisters, God sent you here for a purpose. God created you, not you yourself. And he created you to be used for his glory and for your salvation. And these things hinge upon us answering the call to use our gifts and to do the things that are required of all of us. You can listen to more sermons and learn more about us by visiting our website at orthodoxmain.org. Thanks for listening, and until next time, 
God be with you.